0: Hey, do you want to be a DJ? I want to be a DJ! Hello everybody and welcome to episode 8 of Vasky's I Want to Be a DJ podcast. I am your host Vasky. that'd be weird if I wasn't because I'm in the name. And today we are joined by a really, really special guest, one of my good friends in the industry, Andy P. Uh, and what a sport he was, it's such a good chat and I can't wait to share it with you guys just want to catch up on some things that I've been doing this week, really. I went to Croatia uh, for a gig with a company called MPG. Uh, big up Joe Basic. Um, enough respect to you, mate. And uh, what was really funny, for those of you who follow me on Snapchat, my Snapchat idea is basky, is that what was meant, what could have been, a say, a two-hour there and two-hour back trip to Croatia, ended up being uh, me and Rewire travelling for almost ten hours there and ten hours back because we had cheapskates. skates. And didn't want to pay a cab fare to london so we were tried to find a connecting flight from burt to from birmingham to croatia and uh we had to do it via uh, i think it was via brussels on the way there and then via munich on the way back and oh my dear lord that was one long ass journey and it just seemed to never, never end. And it was just funny. A big shout out to everyone on my Snapchat who was keeping me company for that. That meant a lot because I was half, half of my own half of it. To be fair, I slept on a flight, so it wasn't that bad. And uh Yeah. And I got a s set a specials that out shout out to MPG and Joe Basic and all the lot in Croatia. I know they're listening, they said they're gonna have a listen, so hello guys. Thank you so much for having us. It was such a pleasure playing. In your offices uh, last week, we had so much fun, and do you know why I loved it, guys? Because I got to play R and B, and I haven't done that in so long. So I was drawing for the Rick Rosses, I was drawing for like oh the designer and all the R and B and hip hop. why well, I haven't played in so long, and I tell you something, they know, they know the they know the urban music in Croatia. That was so much fun. So thank you so much for having me. Welcome to the podcast. Rate, review, subscribe to everyone listening to our, on Stitcher or iTunes. If you're on SoundCloud, don't forget to give it a like and a share. I keep banging on about it, but I really, really mean it when I say this is a baby project. I'm growing it. I'm in here for the long run. I want your help. I need your help. So if you do like it, maybe just tell a friend who may like it too. And that would mean everything to me. Thank you so much for listening. And without further ado, I've got Andy P from the Superhero DJs. Hope you guys enjoy it. Peace. What's going on guys, today I've got a very special guest, a good friend of mine, uh, someone whose intro I've been thinking about for a very long time, someone who I've been thinking what intro can I give that will do him justice? And the best one I can do is his Martin Su's mate, it's Andy P! <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: was, I was expecting you to call me a tennis ball head. that's what I usually get when people build things up like I'm that. I'm
0: joking mate I'm joking. <laughs> one, one member of a superhero DJs, a master scratcher Mr. Night DJ, Mr. Hey. London Underground, Mr. Hertfordshire, <laughs> Mr every day and
1: <laughs> pleasure to be on your podcast man I, I just had to look through all the people who've been on it i listened to a few of them but there are some incredibly cool names on there but that just shows um what what, what you've been up to in the industry and the kind of people that you're hanging around so it's uh it's um all credit to you man you very back- star-studded you lineup
0: them. you can't see the background of me begging and offering <laughs> offering myself to them
1: and the, the, the problem is though, when they see my name, the tone's really lowered. People, <laughs> people are going to be a bit confused. Like, there's a whole list of elite DJs, and then they've got this Andy P guy who's talking about <laughs> tennis balls at the start of the podcast. <laughs> no, nah, thank you so much for getting on, mate. No, not at all, man. Pleasure, pleasure to be on, and uh, looking forward to chopping it up. with yeah. chopra. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and do you know what? Like, um, I don't even don't expect this to be a proper music one <laughs> oh, that's fine man i don't know
1: anything about music anyway no, you don't need, need to be a, need a, 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 a musical head to be a dj anymore anyway no. do you so it's, so it's all is, good what is going on man it was really good catching up with you the weekend man i oh, yeah, it was fantastic such that's a, the one the, the one thing with uh with me at the moment is i'm missing out on catching up with people because i'm too busy doing uh doing some of the promotion stuff which i look after so when, when i get to uh Get to actually take a couple of days off for a very good reason. Um It is fantastic, and uh, yeah, our, our back-to-back session at the end of the night was was, jokes, was quite man. spectacular. Was I, I, I've got to give it to you that if we ranked the sound clash, obviously Martin would be at the bottom, <laughs> uh, but I think I, th- I think you'd take the top spot, man. <laughs> you, you play? What did you play? Um, a Sean Ball tune like "Glue" or "Give Me the Light," yeah. and uh, oh, it, was, it was a shutdown. <laughs>
0: Do you know what? It was really, um, it was really, really nice. I love doing like, because I don't do them anymore. And that's what I, I started doing in the first place. Like, I used to be like the resident DJ. It was all I used to play. And when I yeah. do get to play it now, it's so much fun. And oh, you, can
1: t- you can tell. And it's something which I can relate to. I've been taking time off from DJing in the past. Um, going back to something that you used to love to do is the best way to reignite a passion for it.
0: Yeah, man, and it's something that I do want to get back into, whether whether or not whether it's now or later on down the line. But like even I only did like six, seven tracks, but I was just having the time of my life, and I was like, oh, I missed this. I missed this so much.
1: Exactly, and it's it's evident. You can see there's there's a huge difference between a DJ who's going through the motions because they're good professional. And they know how to do it, but they're not particularly excited. And someone who is just chomping at the bit—someone who, you, if you gave the uh, gave the question, "Do you want to carry on playing for another hour?" they'd say, "Yes, oh, and I'll do yes. the hour after, <laughs> and the an hour after that, and can we open the club later because I want to keep
0: playing, and keep playing, and keep
1: playing."
0: It was one of those, man. It was a good—it was a good weekend as well. Really very good cool weekend so let's um for those for those of you who don't know who andy p the famous andy pizzle andy p squared <laughs> andy p Shizzle, um what is a day in the light or what's a week in the like of andy p this year
1: this this year and um over the last kind of year and a half um it depends when you catch me um i run some student events up in hertfordshire um, and I'm really proud of them, if I'm honest, largely because of the, the team that I work with there and, and the vibe we get. Because of the proximity to London, um, I play in the, the urban room, and uh, the, the vibe and the knowledge of urban music is absolutely shocking. You walk into the room, <laughs> and they, 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 they will ask you for uh, a G.R.M. Daily Freestyle that went up three hours ago, Oh if shit! You, if you can rip it off youtube and play it which obviously you shouldn't do but in these in these circumstances there's another choice they will wrap every single word to it it's literally crazy so i have the time of my life up there and I'm, I'm proud of what we do there um and we get to book some incredible artists there as well like i, I mean a couple of weeks time we've got kojo funds and uh, suspect doing a show um but these the, the venue there is enormous so it's like two thousand 2250 capacity Um, yeah yeah well you've you've graced it a few times yourself. (laughs) 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 Um, uh, but that takes up quite a lot of my time because i have to organize uh, everything and look after my team there so um, i'll be i'll spend a a fair amount of my time kind of interacting with uh, the students there and making sure that's on point etc and then the other half of my uh, half of my week I spend I spend DJing and trying to trying to stay up on new music and stay up on new opportunities. So I probably DJ I don't know f- five nights a week. Um, I do Mondays I'm doing uh, my night in Hertfordshire. Tuesdays I do a Ministry of Sound with Martin Too Smooth at Milkshake, which is um, longest standing residency and the uh, the night which gave me my opportunities in the first place. Um, and then Wednesdays be we back up in Hertfordshire and then thursdays fridays saturdays there are a range of things thursdays uh, i share a residency with a bunch of other incredible djs at the mondrian which is a place where martin uh curates the music and we play soul jazz uh influence music with uh a heavy slice of hip-hop uh old school hip-hop which is fantastic i love the, the atmosphere there one of the coolest bars in london as well um and then on a friday martin and myself run our own night which we launched recently called jacket which i'm sure he would have touched on in his podcast um which is probably the funnest night in london super relaxed super cool all about fun. And then Saturday, I fly around different places. Um, I do Mayfair with Martin uh, on a rotation, a place called Aristocrat, which is trap music all night long, which is a lot of fun. And then I also DJ for Love though which is one of the UK's uh, longest running urban brands. Um, and that's up in Lincoln and with a good friend of mine called Dummy. And I love playing there. Love, love, love it. One of the best places you can play on a Saturday in the country. I could guarantee that. And uh, Sunday, I will try and sleep, but I rarely get the opportunity, if I'm honest, as I'm sure you you,
0: you know. <laughs> okay, and with that, that's the end of the show. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not really busy, are you?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I, I I'm that too schedule busy for is my own nuts. good is, is, is a fact, but um, I, I think being a DJ in, in today's climate, you have to be busy and you have to be out there in and amongst it trying to do as much as you can particularly in London because uh it's so accessible to be a dj nowadays if you're not up on on every aspect of being a dj which is not just being able to play music but it's socializing networking heavy on social media uh if you're not hitting all the bases then you can quite quickly uh fade into the background
0: we'll come we'll come to the whole social media game in a bit because uh you guys are on point with your videos and I will talk about them uh, later on but Let's talk about um, something that we spoke about in Scotland, but I want to talk about it on here, the the, the state of the student scene uh, okay. across all borders. So whether it's the main room, the house scene, the urban scene, because like we mentioned in uh, in Scotland when we were there the weekend, we were just talking in, in, in general terms about how, what, how the journey that student unions and student scenes have come along. And in my opinion, I don't know what you think about this, but in my opinion... Student union, the 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 dance scene has kind of faded a little bit and made way for a very poppy scene, which is great because pop music is fucking incredible right now. But what's really become
1: like hot
0: hot topic right now at student unions is the urban scene. Am I right in saying
1: that? Uh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, if you just look at the the taste in music, I, I'll tell you what. i tell you what. A good a good example of how popular urban music has become uh, across the world is. Who they've had uh, closing the Ellen DeGeneres show. Uh, recently, I saw Migos on there with Gucci Man. Sorry, no, it was Two chains on there with Gucci Man, and Migos did a separate one. And that's like super mainstream, uber commercial. Everybody watches this uh, evening TV, um, and I know that's in the states. But if you extrapolate over here, like people know these guys because uh, as pop artists, essentially now. They obviously they are hip hop acts. Or urban acts but it's it's come through into uh into the mainstream media um and it just means that there's a lot more kids out there who know and are aware of urban music and are increasingly considering it their favorite genre of music um, and the way that people consume it in a venue so you've got a room full of students let's say five years ago, listening to hip hop R&B and they're dancing all night long. You've got a room full of students listening to hip hop R&B now, as promoters would call it, but really it's trap hip hop and grime. And they're just moshing all night long. So it's super exciting. Um, And so I can understand why there's been somewhat of a transition from uh, what was formerly the main room type music, which was kind of exclusively house music uh and electronic music to kind of a more urban focused type of music um and being being a dj that kind of specializes in urban music i i support it wholeheartedly.
0: yeah man <laughs> it's like uh in in our in our experience when we first started like with Ministry of sound like we were rocking drum and bass dubstep and a bit of edm it was hard hard stuff and that was going off i mean that's where that's where our success all took out from is the whole stage show. You had me and me while on stage and doing the big room stuff. We brought it to student unions, and as the years have gone by, that formula doesn't work anymore. Uh, and if you talk to either of us, you you know from when you're looking out on stage and you see the difference in 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 what we're playing now and compared to what we used to play, we we play like R and B stuff in our, in our sets now. We we drop all that because music has now changed in... We're well, talking about universities in particular. Uh, and music has now changed so much so that it's almost like... You know, there was once a point where I was looking at Cam Rewa and I was like, I, is what we're doing obsolete? And I just think it, it isn't. I just think it's moving around in circles whereby, whereby, it's like you said, trap, hip-hop, grime is now the hard, moshing stuff, whereas before it was like dubstep, drum, bass, or a lot. But exactly. that's, right now, that's where, that's where student unions are. Because... If you listen to our sets now, compared to what they used to be, there's probably like twenty percent EDM. The rest of it is like UK house and and grime and and like bass and stuff like that. It's it's going to continue to be like that. I ain't got a problem with that to be fair, because change is always good. But it is really interesting to see how soon Union change music taste.
1: Uh, yeah I totally agree I, and I'm, I'm not sure whether it's it's a combination of two different factors so, so it's a change in the taste of music but also a change in the way that students consume music because you're I love watching you guys Perform because uh, Andy, it's, you're too uh, calm, mate. <laughs> it's just it's pure. just because you're energy. on my show,
0: you don't need to me, right? <laughs>
1: You went to I hang up, you should keep recording for five minutes. I'm going give you um. the show as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you guys just deliver a slice of music for, for an hour, two hours. Um, that I, I'm not particularly familiar with. You'll use a lot of vocals that I'm aware of, but the, the actual music and the beats and the house or the EDM underneath it, I'm, I'm not familiar with but you basically punch me in the face with it for an hour or two hours. And, and afterwards I'm just like, fuck, like I, I need to know these tunes. I need to be a big room EDM DJ. Cause fuck me. That was brilliant. Um, but I think it's, it's the, the continuation of a trend, which is, uh, w- which started from ever when ever since vinyl started dying out, which is, you have to play songs that people know now or they, they don't get a reaction. And I'd say even five years ago, you could get away with more music yeah, that people that. didn't know. Um, and it was uh, kind of running nights at a student venue. I'm watching that. Uh, last night I played uh, a, a wicked new song um, that I know will be banging in five months time. Was it uh,
0: Asky Questions?
1: <laughs> hey, come on, that's that's a classic already, man. I've been banging that for I'm ages. What are you you're talking about? <laughs> that's certified. <laughs> um, there was a track uh, by a guy called Suspect. We booked him for uh, our next uh, urban event, main room urban event in Hertfordshire on Monday, actually. Uh, the chat's called FBG, and it's it's a, it's a hard UK rap track about trapping, basically. But it's exciting, it's on trend, and I know people will go mad for it. But it's, it's kind of working at the moment, but it hasn't really hit. But I'm just sure. Give it, give it two or three months' time. Once everybody's had a chance to listen to it and come round to it, they'll they'll love it. But then last night it, it kind of bubbled, but it didn't it didn't bang. Um, and it just shows you that people want to hear what they already know, and if they don't already know it,
0: yeah, they're. Exactly. Yeah, that's it's, it that's it you know same, it's exactly the same in the, in the dance music scene as well is that we have to play vocals that people know if if I had it my way I would probably drop a lot of vocals altogether and I'd have massive build ups because I'm a build up anticipation kind of guy I love that shit
1: yeah but I think you guys have a good balance you 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 all, you you will hit hit I remember watching your set what was it about three months ago at uh, my night in Hertfordshire and um, you played uh, a lot of the, the vocals that people know, and it was perfectly appropriate for the crowd, but then you'd, you'd also be hitting them with things they haven't heard before, either underneath the vocals or, or remixes or little bits and pieces. And I think that's that's the real skill in playing nowadays, is being so open format and so um, able to quickly cut through styles of music, um, uh, uh, different Tracks within the same genres of music, just so that you can play new tunes, but then also keep their attention by quickly chopping it into something else, etc. And um, I think fast-paced mixing is is the the only way, in my opinion, to be be creative now to a, 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 a relatively commercial uh,
0: audience. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it's gone back in circles because I remember back in like the like. You know, the, uh, the middle 2000s, it was all about fast-paced mixing. When I when I f- first got into DJing, it was all about fast-paced mixing. Dropping yeah. tracks, dropping tracks, dropping tracks, and then it slowed down. And I, I think when you go to a place where they're up for a party, you've got to, because, do you know, eat, we could all sit there and play tracks for like two and a half minutes, two verses, two chorus, mixing, mixing. Of course. Out. We could all do that. But I think for our sanity, because we as DJs want to play new tracks, we have, we, <laughs> we force ourselves to play a certain way because we don't, it's, we we have to do that because we need that, we need them new tracks for us. Exactly. And it, it, and it is one of those things that it's gone around in circles. But saying that, dude, we have been to places recently where that shit just don't work. And, oh, really? And yeah. And even the stage show you i've had to get, kind of come off stage a little bit or back off because in these particular places in today's times well one second one yeah. second
1: can, I, can we name and shame is that what we're doing
0: i guess we. i mean i can get, i can name the no, city no, i can name no, the city no, it was in it
1: was, don't do it don't, oh, it. don't I'll do it don't do
0: it <laughs> it was in milton Keynes. all right so we're in Milton. okay Keynes. and um we were doing our stage show, and bear in mind this isn't the first time I've I've noticed it. It's, it's been going on for a while at these like not if it's not a rave, basically. Um, yeah. I whereas before, I mean, Andy, do you remember before, like if it wasn't a rave, I'd still turn up in face paint and I'd still take on yeah. the character on stage and I'd go in. And I was scared. I was always scared. Do it like it, <laughs> it was really really intense, but I'd never clear the dance floor. Now. No. I'm, me being me I bet, let alone being that character with the face paint me being me on the stage I'm like this night would work better with me behind the DJ box and it's happened yeah. more and more and more and I just think that it's come away from the whole hype man thing a little bit in these particular places bear in mind at these festivals and at rays and at Hertfordshire or whatever mate it's free for all you go in and, and you know <laughs> it, 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 it's sick but there are some places the smaller places you do where that just does not work and we we found ourselves playing two verse two chorus two verse two chorus two verse go two then. chorus because if we try and be different dude that dance floor is clearing and the mm. problem with us is that it's it's not us that, that gets the fucking shit. It's, it, obviously, it's a Club MTV brand. So when you're working for a brand, there's even more pressure. Because it's like, nah, if I clear the dance floor doing what I want to do, fuck it. It's what I want to do. So yes. I don't care. But it's not. We're, we're working for a brand. And it is really, really interesting how music is changing. And I'm looking forward to the summer to see, like, just to go back to
1: festivals, i'm that- looking forward i'm looking forward to the summer so i can watch you at a festival again <laughs> <laughs> that's my inspiration for the summer yeah it's to it's- any to any to any young djs listening to this podcast you need to go and look at what rewire and Vasky do over the summer and just practice until you get in the same position because these guys go on the craziest tour and smash up every venue it, it gives me life to watch them over the over the summer so yeah you, 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 uh, no you no, it's true you've got you you've got to follow the social media you've got to because yeah it excites me the prospect of it is exciting me right now i'm just thinking about <laughs> it it's making it's making me want to be in croatia or, or wherever you are oh, i set can't is.
0: wait it's in croatia next weekend and i can't fucking wait oh, you know what i love about what we do now is that we get to go abroad a lot our show is so it works so well in europe yeah I don't know why but our show works so well and it's Coming across so fresh out there, it's so fresh that when people see me on stage doing what I do, no one's ever done it there before on that level. So there's yeah. been times where I've been getting like a neg I, I kind of been feeling a lot of negativity. So I've come off and I've spoken to like I think it was Afrojack, and I was like, dude, like are they used to MCs on stage here? He's like, No, this you're probably the first one they've seen do what you do. <laughs> the other one stand on my table or like the other one stand behind the DJ decks. And so we're hitting Europe head on with this with this date with this performance we, we've Amazing. we've worked on for so many years and it's going off like it's fucking sick and we can like you know you, we can get to push and play so much dirty shit it's unbelievable but I, what, I was, <laughs> what the weird thing is is that in the UK barring like say ten shows a year we've had to b- bring it back a bit
1: because, sure yeah because in, in the I...
0: UK the taste of changes a little bit.
1: Yeah, but I guess that that's what's um, uh, positive about being someone who can adapt and play across genres is that you can you can do that. You can go to uh, a show in 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 Milton Keynes where they want to hear it slightly ripped back and and play an appropriate set and smash it there. Then you can also go to uh, a twenty thousand person festival in Croatia, hit them with stuff which. Um, will leave them needing a neck brace and and <laughs> do do exactly the same thing. And that's, to me, that's the mark of a good DJ. It's one of the things that I pride myself on. And I know Martin, um, too smooth, uh, the, the guy that, that I work with a lot, who's on the previous podcast, uh, also prides himself on, is, is being able to go into any venue with any crowd and make sure that everyone has a good time and rock the party. And, I
0: mean, like you, you, you be, you've been sat here saying how good I am. It's my turn to tell everyone how good you guys are. Because you guys, when I listen to you guys, I feel refreshed. Like, do you know when I love listening to you, you guys' sets? Because first of all, you're fucking sick DJs. Like, you are my kind of DJs. Forget the fact <laughs> that you're boys. Forget the fact that, you know, you know we, we can talk for hours and we can sit and chill or whatever. But, like, you are my kind of DJs. And the fact that you're fucking top lads. Like, some of the <laughs> nicest guys in the industry that I've met.
1: And some, of the, and some of the best looking lads in the industry as well, right? Well, not so much you. <laughs> i'm joking bro i'm joking i'm joking no no, no. Oh, man i'm just about to open my window and jump out <laughs>
0: but yeah you are my kind of dj and when when like there's been a couple of nights that you've been at where we perform do you remember that time when i came down and i started DJing on your set
1: yeah it was brilliant <laughs> it was, i, I it was, loved it it
0: was so much fun um
1: that, and that when, was the night i realized that you definitely were playing that music back in the day because yeah. you came down and it was just like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll just play a tune. And then 10 minutes later, uh, you're going through an EZ-style set of, yeah. of, of 2005 R&B. And I'm just like, yeah, okay. That's okay. me, bro.
0: I've I, I still, like, you know, like, I... I, I, I with my serato folder i mean i fucked up andy i tell you the story i've not even told anyone the story on this podcast it's that obviously i used to dj dj for like four yeah. years on my own and i was doing like saturday friday nights in leicester and i was doing really well to be fair i was, I was um you know i start my first set i i, I couldn't mix and i remember it because it fucking nosedived and I, it was the most embarrassing time but then obviously as time went on um i got better the club got busy and in the end it was sure. like every saturday night was a fucking smash like just going off exactly how it was all like the music was my craftsmanship and it was so fucking nice cool. and um I had a laptop back then that's when like all my music was on it so I had like you know fucking every folder imaginable I could go to any party and dupe your rave because I had my folders all organized sorted yeah and then I signed for Ministry of Sound and stupidly enough I thought I don't need these folders anymore
1: no 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 don't 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 tell me you did it
0: (laughs) you know what's coming next is that i and it breaks my heart even talking about it now is i deleted the folders wow and i was just like oh i'll move on to a new mac soon anyway it doesn't matter and to this day we are now in 2017 and that was 2011 i still haven't caught up rebuilding them folders gosh all my music and what also Fuck things up even more is that three years ago my hard drive with all my music on it for fuck it for six years of DJing failed. Failed. Yeah, as in like it just stopped working, and none of the data could be retrieved. I sent it off to like four different specialists. Nothing could, and, and that was it. That was like oh my god, like shit's really. This. I could not, even talking about it heartbreaks me and I'm still catching up like now, Gosh. if I was to be asked to go and play an R&B set I'd have to like um I'd have to specify with them alright cool, what kind of R&B set, how long, blah 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 just so I could prepare myself, whereas before yeah. I would not give a fuck yeah R&B set, is safe, you want me to play for 7 hours safe, I'm going in but now it's like, okay, I need to find out more and do you know what, it really does it's one of the worst decisions I ever made as a DJ, was to delete my folders and crates in Sorato.
1: Hey, but then, but look, you, you can always, um, you can always give us a call, and we can, we uh, we can, we can <laughs> ship you home in, in, in a very legal and appropriate way. So um, you'd have to. What we'd do is we'd send you download links of where to download them legally yeah, yeah, and yeah, purchase yeah. them. Do
0: you know another thing as uh, well? Is that um, Martin? Uh, we sat in Vapiano's, and Martin gave me a USB of all his music, and that music went onto that the hard drive that failed no um and it's to be fair it's not as bad now because obviously I've, I've caught up and I'm you know I'm st- every day'm I'm, I'm just trying to work on my sets and I'm the guy with no organization that just goes and shouts on the mic for an hour <laughs> um.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're the one who tells everybody exactly what to do and half scares them a little bit or yeah, not and, and hope stuff. they listen and, and hope they hope uh, they respond. hope no there's <laughs> no hope involved you tell them to listen and they listen
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so that was a story about how i was a dickhead and i deleted all my crates and
1: yeah wow well, that was a bad decision i, I don't i can't really uh, i can't really give you anything too supportive no. on so that if anyone's one, that listening a...
0: <laughs> any up-and-coming djs are listening back your hard drives up and do not delete your crates
1: <laughs> never never and if you're going to just save them somewhere yeah so that you can go back to them and they're still there
0: but I, again, I'm, I'm just doing it because I'm just enjoying it. And obviously, I've like, been so busy like the last couple of months; nothing's really happened. But back on a grind now, and it's just looking at everything and trying to organise time. But yeah, man, there's still more Vasky stuff coming out.
1: And amazing. Um, and and the, the the summer for you is is so interactive. You meet so many people. Um, you're playing so many different people. What what better forum than to promote uh, your own new music? So yeah, exactly. Man. Um, Exactly. If I don't hear those songs in your sets, then I'm gonna I'm gonna start cussing you publicly. <laughs>
0: Do you know what's really funny is that even like you know with the Rewire and Vasky tracks, sometimes like I have to find myself turning around to Cam like during the set and like play our track because we get so caught up in our sets we forget to play our own music.
1: There you go. And it happens. It
0: really does happen.
1: <laughs> I completely understand it, but you 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 got to. That's that. If I'm going to a Rewire and Barsky show now, because I know how good you guys are at producing music, and I know how good you guys are um, at DJing and uh, and the MCing, and your whole package is incredible, um, you've got to marry the two hundred percent.
0: Yeah, it is. It is one of those things. But I think it took, like I don't. I think a, a reason why we may have not have done it when we were both guilty of this is lack of confidence in our own music. And you know, do you know what I mean? Like, we're we're only human. I think there was a time where we were just like, is our our music good enough to go in this set? And it really had to be like, we had to grow some balls and just be like, our music is going in the set. And even today, I mean, like, you know, we're our own biggest critics. And if you would sit us down with our our tracks, let's say when the bass goes, which is our most popular track to date, together. Sure. And we'd listen to it and we'd just sit and criticise it because that's, just, that's <laughs> all we do. And it's really bad to a certain extent because, you know, the track's out, it's done really well, it's got, it's got our popularity. A lot of our popular- popularity is based off that track. Um, and we do play it, but we still have to find ourselves halfway through the set thinking, shit, have I played the other my stuff? Have I played the other yeah. stuff? But, you know, it's just the way it is. It's just one thing to do. So let's talk about your jacking um, night. What's that saying? it's incredible you you
1: have to come down as soon as you get a chance i am am definitely do a visit yeah well you you do a set man whenever you're whenever you're coming down you're playing for an hour (laughs) that's 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 for certain um (laughs) the whole the whole reason behind us starting that night was um martin and myself have had residencies in london on a friday but typically they are quite prestigious um spots quite prestigious spots i mean places in uh mayfair type venues so they're, they're exclusive small venues very expensive drinks full of ballers um uh beautiful ladies and there's a lot of restrictions on entry for these nights a they're usually very popular so if you're not gonna guess this as a chance you couldn't get in you have to come with a certain amount of girls it's expensive 20 pound cover to come in um and you've got to dress a certain way the music's quite specific um usually the venues have a certain type of look and feel and if you're not used to being around them then you might feel uncomfortable in the venue they are great events but they are for a particular kind of scene um and so we were inviting our friends obviously because me and mine are all about being around people that we like to be around and it, it makes your uh, sets better of course um uh but we, it was getting to the point where people wouldn't be able to get in or you'd have to tell them yes you can come but you need to do this 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 you need to be there at this time and etc cetera, etc cetera. so we just wanted to create a night that just cut all that away so our friday night is essentially a night for people who enjoy ha- in, who want to go out and have a great night listen to good music and want zero stress but want to stay in central london so you come down Drinks are reasonable. Entries reasonable. Music's great. And you, you're going to be around people who are essentially just friends of friends of friends. I'm a friend of the club, friends of myself, friends of mine, friends of the uh, guys that we work with at the club um, or their friends. So it's just one big kind of like lovely atmosphere with good music. And then on top of that, the crowd get to DJ as well. We give out request tips to everybody on the way in. And we we flood the place with pens as well, so you could everyone can make the request. They give it to us, and provided it's relatively in keeping with the the, the style of the night and the type of music we're playing at the at the time when they request it, we'll get it on. We, do, we, we we have no qualms with doing that. We try and play as many requests as possible because we just want the party to be as good as it can, and for it's everyone almost, to have a it's great almost night. It's almost
0: like a house party. Like you're bringing that whole vibe to like a venue
1: exactly exactly that that's why it's called jack in um it, we're referring to a, an orcs leads so an orcs jack oh um, i get
0: it i get it
1: <laughs> so 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 the, the customer comes and they can plug in their, their their phone or whatever so so to speak and play their song which is but, but they write the request and give it to us and we play it um so that's that's what it's supposed to be it's just literally a house party and that's what it says that's what the tagline is the notting hill house party ah uh, mate i really need to come to one of these uh, you've got to they're, they're, they are so much so much fun i i mean i remember two weeks ago martin we had a few requests for some kind of old school hip-hop and martin played uh uh krs one track then he played Pharaoh munch then uh anti-up i think it was and it just got to the point where the whole place was going nuts and he, he played it. anti-up's one of my favorite songs ever and he played it And I was going mad. He was going mad. And I looked around. The person next to me is going mad. The guys in front of me are going (laughs) mad. The dance floor is going mad. There's a girl on the table looking like she's about to fall off, going (laughs) mad. And it was just uh, one of those moments where I thought, yeah, we've actually created something which is just exactly what we wanted, which is just fun that's all that it is fun we're not trying to be overly cool it's not pretentious it's just fun if you want to come out and enjoy yourself and you're a good person with a good personality who who's open-minded and doesn't doesn't mind listening to something it, so say you're an Afrobeats fan but you you you, you don't mind listening to a bit of pop music we will touch on every genre but you just got to have an open mind and be ready to accept everyone's different tastes in music and it really works. I, I personally love it. It's, it's something that I look forward to every week, which which I haven't had in a residency for uh, for a little while. So, yeah, very excited to be to be a part of that with mine. And I think it's going to grow from strength to strength. It's, it's a super prestigious venue as well, Notting Hill Arts Club, and so it's and it's, it's now being managed by a good friend of ours. So it really feels like a, a family affair in in a, a cool venue. So. Um, yeah couldn't be happier to have that residency and you will be there soon <laughs> I, I am i'm going to. I'm looking down. forward to your set it's
0: gonna have to be old school r&b to mid 2000s we
1: we can do that <laughs> if you do that you will probably completely shut it down like the, the age range that we have at this night is from 18 to 35 40 so it's it's um yeah it, old school works, new school works. We'll get requests for Lil Uzi Vert. We'll get requests for Notorious B.I.G. We'll get requests for Michael Jackson. We'll get requests for Bruno Mars, everything. Um, Actually, Bruno Mars is probably our, our, our pinup for the night. Um, there's, there's a the venue manager, there's a guy called Ralph and he's the biggest Bruno Mars fan. And (laughs) Martin is also a massive Bruno Mars. fan. Bruno Mars is a man. He is fucking sick that's it and he's making all of these throwback uh kind of Almost 90s type r&b yeah, yeah. tunes and they, they uh they really work in, in in our night and so um yeah you're here you're here a fair few bruno mars tracks and i don't care if people say might say oh that's that's not particularly cool i think it's cool as hell yeah
0: and they can suck a motherfucking dick <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was gonna ask you at the start of the um start of the podcast whether we could swear. Yeah, fuck that. Uh, I you could swear. <laughs> I've, I've learned that throughout the last forty minutes. <laughs> that you <can> do that. <laughs> Normally like if I've got a oh, guest who
0: I haven't got um like as personal relationship with, I'm a bit more conservative. But when yeah. I've got someone who I'm comfortable with and I know, yeah, fuck that shit. <laughs> my, to be I, fair, it's my fucking show. I can do what I want.
1: <laughs> right, okay. Just in case my mother hears this, yeah, she's sorry, she Mummy really... <laughs> sorry, sorry, <mommy> Colonel. <laughs> no, no, no. But yeah, no. It's it's um. Yeah, I would highly recommend anyone who lives in Central London that's looking for a night out on a Friday. Um, check it out. It's called Jack in an Hill Arts Club. And you can reach out to the club, sort out guest list and and whatever. But just come down and have a good time. But only if you're there to genuinely have a good time. We want no drama. It's a zero drama event. Zero drama. So
0: uh, here's a question for you. So obviously you play every genre. So you are you are well up to date with all your genres from whatever time of whatever time of life music has been popular from. So like say from the eighties, nineties, two
1: thousands. If
0: you so say your birthday bash and someone said to you what set do you want played
1: yeah what set would that be oh do you know what it is i i'm all about the 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 whole crowd enjoying themselves so yeah
0: see i'm the same that's the same answer i would have given fuck you I, no you gotta give a different answer
1: <laughs> it, it person if, if it was for me personally i i grew up listening to uh quote-unquote backpack hip-hop i'm a massive fan of of boom bap rap so to speak um and my favorite artist is ghost face killer um so i love that era and genre of music and era, I've, I've still kept a lot of my records and whatever from when i was starting out um and so i love that but my, my my taste in music has progressed and what keeps me excited and energized as a dj is what makes kids go fucking mental there you are i saw fucking mental in a club um and at the moment that's um uh trap music and uk hip-hop at the the uk events that i do and it it's just i fucking love it i it gets me so excited for example i played mask off by future last night and it was the whole room was was just bouncing to this this new tune which is i mean it's not a particularly positive tune it's about drugs etc but um just the the raw energy just and uh, ah, it, yeah, yeah. it was just I, I loved it and so for me i'd have to say that that type of set i'd love to i'd love to hear that type of music that's what gets me excited that's what if i'm in a venue and someone starts playing that that's when i'll jump into the middle <laughs> of the dance floor have you um and start hoping up have you have you
0: do you heard big sean's album yes yes what do you think of a shot of eminem
1: um I, for, for, for me personally not not the biggest oh, fan for of, real no i'm not a huge fan of big sean if i'm honest oh. um but uh i can appreciate it for sure um eminem's verse like if it's fucking goes is, in is hard yeah you can't i can't argue with it i haven't i haven't been a huge fan of eminem's music for ages now um his new music i uh, love his old music um yeah, everyone who doesn't Come on. yeah yeah of course um but you can't deny that, that 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 verse and his ability as a rapper is untouchable um it, it's just it, for me that's not that's not what is getting me excited yeah. um uh, at the at the moment um it's the same i'm not i'm not a huge j cole fan so um, i've
0: never been a j cole fan i I, and, I know so many people who are and i'm like i can appreciate it like i'm sure you can but i'm it's just going yeah. do it for me it never has no nah,
1: that's that yeah that's the that's the thing. I, I i get it it's storytelling hip-hop and it's what what i used to enjoy listening to when i was younger but i don't know i think my taste has has progressed and 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 changed, and whilst I can appreciate it, and I have purchased every uh, J Cole album, I've purchased every Big Sean album. Um, they don't. Um, mm. There's just something missing yeah, for you personally. For, just for just, me, yeah. for me personally. But, but I played, I played Moves by Big Sean last night, and it got, it got a, a nice reaction, yeah. and, and, and went down it. well. And, and I do like the track. Um, track. Yeah, yeah. So yeah but that's that's the type of music but then like, i can get down to anything like me me and, i remember going to a new year's eve party that um uh, martin was putting on with myself and hanif uh years ago it was like, like five six years ago and we played old school r&b and uh uh new jack swing and and uh, 80s musical night and i absolutely loved it so it I, i'm so open to it as long as it's uh, Predominantly soul influenced music or energetic trap slash hip hop. I, I, I'm i all in. I'm I'm all there. Nice. I, I, I enjoy disco as well. I'm, I'm not hugely on. up on disco, but disco's big. It's, there we it's are. A, it's a disco dollar. disco houses is, is that's the cool thing nowadays, isn't it? That's what the cool kids are listening to. I'm yeah. not cool enough to know about it, but disco, people it's, come it's up like, to me like some, sometimes, house, kind of like. No,
0: what is it? It's um, Sigala champions it. It's i can't remember what the actual term is it's like tropical, yeah tropical house tropical house yeah 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 yeah, yeah. no i get that yeah. yeah so okay so one thing if i'm listening to your set one thing i notice is that you are sick at scratching
1: yeah like yeah, I'm, ridiculous I'm, 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 I'm all right i wouldn't say sick i'm, I'm okay <laughs>
0: are, anyone who has heard any p set knows that he's a fucking bad man scratcher when did you learn to scratch and like, how long has it taken you to get to this like to this level
1: well that's that's what I started out doing. I bought two ion belt drive turntables for people who don't know what a belt drive turntable is. It's where the platter is driven by a belt, which means when you touch the the, the the spinning bit which is where you put the record on top of, it bounces up and down. So you can't actually scratch on it. So I bought those, threw them away about two weeks later, and started saving up to get a pair of Technics. I got my Technics and I was probably seventeen. I was working like five jobs at the time to try and pay for things because records weren't cheap back then, nor was DJ equipment. Um, and all I could, I could afford to buy, I was on £4 an hour at most of my jobs, so I could afford to buy a couple of records a week. Um, and I'd go to the record shop, buy whatever I needed, buy whatever I could, but it's very hard to build up a collection. So you, you're you buying, you're adding three three um records per fortnight or per week or whatever to your collection and it's quite a slow process so uh, i buy these battle records which used to have loops of scratch of samples which was just noises um various different noises some quite typical with hip-hop um and uh drum loops and using those you can you can practice all of the tricks and so i was quite interested in in scratching and the uh, kind of performance side of hip so I used to watch DJs like uh, Mixmaster Mike, um, who was who's my favourite DJ for, for years and years, uh, who, who works with the Beastie Boys doing all these tricks where he's scratching and he's beat juggling, which is playing two of the same records back and forth and doing little tricks like going behind your back and underneath your legs and through your head, using your teeth to use the crossfade or whatever. And that was something which I could practice without having a huge record collection um, so I used to just sit in my room when I was 17 uh, maybe even younger actually maybe 16 16 17 um, 18 just 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 practicing these skills so I, I, I was trying to teach myself how to scratch and how to beat juggle etc and just a lot of practice back then kind of paid off and then as I progressed and started DJing professionally I just always tried to make sure that I was learning something new every now and again or trying to keep my skills up and and progress a little bit if I could and if and incorporate them into my set because I do think it it's it's a way to set yourself apart from another DJ. If you can do something which makes people look at you, look at what you're doing and go, oh, wow, that's, I have not seen that before, or I haven't noticed a DJ do that before. This guy's sick because he's not only giving me something which is good for my ears, but visually I'm watching him doing something cool. Um, it, It adds something extra, extra to the set, which is why I've, i've always tried to to maintain it a i enjoy doing it it's something that i do still think is cool a lot of people consider it geeky and nerdy which it 100 percent is it's super nerdy <laughs> but but dj in general is nerdy it might look cool but it is super nerdy every dj is a nerd fact fact fact, fact. Yeah. that is that is just the way it is that some of them are up on Cool. so some people like we were on vascular on on stages in front of uh, arenas and whatever and, and they look like superstars but don't forget they're nerds
0: yeah <laughs> and we come off stage and i pull out a comic i'm not even lying i got like a marvel comic backstage
1: a superhero <laughs> dj comic <Yeah>. come on <laughs> you guys gotta work on that shit man superhero super yeah DJ comic. Well, you, you can do it but uh, sorry back to the back to scratching yeah. that and, um and yeah, it's, it's something which is, is is a little bit lost nowadays with young DJs who are buying controllers because they're affordable. Um, you can't really scratch quite as well on on those, and uh, it's not something which you see particularly widely done nowadays. But um, it's just a, an art form which I've I've grew up. Doing as a DJ from the very start, when I very first started DJ, and that's what I wanted to do. So, I always try and keep hold of it and uh, incorporate it as much as I can, just as a uh, little showpiece or, uh, or a little extra extra bit when you come to watch that Andy Andy Pennell DJ set.
0: Nice, see. Yeah. So, so, dude, moving on, from, moving away from music for a sec. Um, are you are you a movie man? Movie man,
1: yeah. I. I don't often go to the to the cinema. Nah, but...
0: at home we ain't got time to go cinema. <laughs> you know, but listen, anyone in our industry, we ain't got time to go. If we go cinema, I'm talking about that shit for like a month to everyone I see. Dude, I went to cinema last like four weeks ago. Dude, dude, I went. I had popcorn. I had an ice blast. Yeah, they're like yeah. That's but like, it. You've told That's us it. Like four yeah, I go, go there.
1: <laughs> I go there for the food. I, I go get pick a mix, and I get the core Sunday, and no one can ever tell me that the core sundae isn't the best oh, thing in the world it's so pain oh, it's making me want to go and get one right now I think I'm going to go see m- Beauty and the Beast next week In it, I'll go watch yeah. some shit film just to get the pick and mix of the, and the ice cream
0: I'm all about the ice blast Like I want the blue and red ice blast mixed into one pot
1: yeah. Can and you even get that anywhere it before else the
0: film. it's always done before the film
1: Oh, yeah, because you get left the trailers, you eat it all during the trailer, then you sit back and enjoy the film. <laughs> yeah. And then you've got to hope that you don't need to piss halfway through the film. And if you do, you've got to control your bladder. You do, yeah. You've got to man up and just accept <laughs> that you're not You're not going <laughs> to be in that guy. You're, you're not going to be just that, in that guy. That <through>. Do you know what the most awkward one is? When it's a scary film because you're there and you're, you're usually, like, oh, "Yeah, you look like you nah, see yourself." <laughs> I, I'm gonna look like I'm just scared and leaving the cinema. <laughs> see, I'm um,
0: I'm a sucker when it comes to scary films. I don't go to cinema to watch them because I ain't got a pillow to cover my face with.
1: I can't do it. Man. I absolutely love watching scary films. It's mad because when I was younger, I hated them. They were too scary, but. I started loving them, and I, I used to go with um, the guy that I used to live with for like six or seven years. One of my flatmates, a guy called Luke, we used to go watch um, whatever good scary films were out, and I used to I loved it. I because they would terrify me. I'm a baby. I'll literally scream in the cinema. <laughs> me, me, and him next to each other were the worst because we'd literally shout out loud and be sat there like visibly like with our hands like watching Grabbing through our the hands person next to you. <laughs> That's that's happened before. I remember like I remember he grabbed me and I jumped because <laughs> he grabbed me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no, I know I love I love scary films. Have you seen love, one recently? Uh what one I did I I watched uh, Sinister again which which um is one of my favorites and it's just terrifying. Highly recommend watching it. Um though uh, you can't really talk about the plot without ruining things, but um, Spoiler alert! Just talk about it. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, essentially, he goes and finds a uh, what is it? It's a, like an old video player in the in the attic of this house, and he finds all these tapes where people, um, where essentially there's been murders, and you don't know who's committing these murders, but they're caught on tape, and the the murders are particularly brutal, and he's watching them on a old style tape video player on a projector in an attic in a new house he's just moved into, which was where a family was murdered. Um, and he's watching these and sometimes they'll just automatically start playing. And oh my God, it's terrifying. And there's a lawnmower scene. Remember I told you this, there is a lawnmower scene Okay. and the sound effects when they get murdered is terrible and horrifying and it made me jump a mile. Um, yeah. Just remember the lawnmower mower scene. Yeah, please I, I, please. I don't,
0: I don't think I'm gonna be watching that film, bro. No,
1: you have to watch it. I watched Ghostbusters
0: you last night and I shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a new what's, Ghostbusters. What's
1: what's the what's the guy's name? The uh the ghost. Eagle. Is it Eagle? What the painting? Nah the the, the ghost who's like Slimer. Yeah. Because like, that's that's my childhood, that yeah, is. Yeah, man.
0: I had all the figures, all the toys. And to be fair, like when I, when I was about to watch Ghostbusters, like, I watched it last night and I was thinking, all right, they've got girls to replace them. I'm going to miss Venkman. I'm going to miss I'm gonna miss all the guys because they were my childhood. But to of be course. fair, like, yes, I shat myself a couple of times. I'm not afraid to say that. I'm not ashamed to say it. But the film was all right, <laughs> to be fair. Like, yeah, it was all right. I'm to, I, I wouldn't go to, back and watch to it check again. It out. Yeah, watch it. I wouldn't go back and watch it again like I've done. Ghostbusters one and two which i probably watched to death like they are so <laughs> the one where the the
1: pink slime was running under the sewers yeah yeah oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that was my film <laughs> <laughs> i do like it there's a few nights in london where they've started they actually do it not in arts club they're throwing up retro films in uh non-cinema settings but they're, they're bringing in beanbags and whatever you can watch them and uh with places with good sound systems and it's it was cool i went to watch aladdin and um big, film. Uh, really, big yeah, film. very big film they're, <laughs> one of the biggest. It,
0: they? they're gonna remake it are they actually yeah they're doing lion king first um they've also uh, commissioned da, 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 another one. so they're doing lion king they've got aladdin and then there's one more coming out after beauty and the beast but basically were you a massive disney fan like i was uh, of course, I think my, every child in Mario all the, was. I had all the tapes. My mum my bought me all the tapes, and she bought me, like, Disney tape holders. So, like, it was this little box that you opened up, and all the tapes were in there. And I had about 20... Ah, oh, that's an exaggeration. I had about 15 to 20 Disney tapes. So I had them all. Aristocrats, Lion King, uh, Aladdin, Aladdin 1, Aladdin Jafar's Revenge. I had them all. And, yeah. like, now when they're remaking them, I'm just a little kid in the cinema again. I can't wait for Lion King <laughs> Lion King is going to be ridiculous
1: yeah Lion King will be absolutely mad the uh, it will be a smasher on it like yeah. it will break records I mean, I'm sure Jungle
0: Book was just oh they killed it yeah yeah
1: yeah I, yeah, I don't yeah. know how
0: they got it to look so real
1: they're just uh, you, I don't know I don't know enough about um, nah. videography to and I don't to, want to either, to I, I just want
0: to enjoy their work. <laughs> yeah, ex-
1: exactly, exactly, yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm, I was a massive fan, and I'm always a fan of um, of uh, things um, being re-generated uh, yeah, for... I, for I, it just, it just
0: opens it up to a whole new generation as well. But one thing they have to do for Aladdin... When they remake Aladdin, is they've got to have the songs. Like I don't want to hear like samples. I don't want to hear like a MIDI riff of like the big songs. I want to hear fucking genie singing Prince Ali. Yes, it is. I want to hear No, that. no.
1: I, I want a big thumping, fucking hard house. Um we are a vast <laughs> remix that drops into some uh, just a very good idea. that's such uh, a good idea who who do we know at Pixar? who can we get this done get with? the acapella off <laughs> 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 we can work as well it would really work uh, but there you are, man all you've got to do is make it make it viral online then maybe they'll think do you know what these guys <laughs> do you know them? what and we are made it's... and I can retire. Happy. there you are there you are <laughs> and you can just do disney tours but you can be a resident oh uh, mate the resident disney disneyland
0: DJ. oh talk to me do you know what's really funny on that note is that uh, last year i did nickelodeon slime fest with rewire and uh, um that
1: wait, wait whoa 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 what the fuck yeah is bro that? i mean like,
0: this is this is like one of the highlights of my career i did the slime fest nickelodeon sick what is it It basically, it was in Blackpool and it was at the same weekend as we did the illuminations because we've done the illuminations twice now. uh, Yeah. They light up the tower and stuff. And then Nickelodeon Slime Fest was the day after. And we did the outdoor event I mean, our luck was, and it was pr- it's a big shame because the events organizers had gone to so much and there was so much effort and there was so much for the kids and stuff. Yeah. It pissed it down. It was such oh. a horrible day and it was all outdoors. But it, it cleared up for a bit. And guess who made an appearance? Go on. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that's what i'm talking in the, about in their outfits and all and so they all came here, here here i am the biggest teenage mutant ninja turtles fan ever like i still <laughs> have the soundtrack to the first film which was like eight tracks long and it was just like oh i still have that cd i've lost the inlay cover but i've still got the cd and when it comes to turtles dude like i am all over that shit all over <laughs> Did did you get them
1: up on stage with you?
0: No, because they were going to. They were going to come on and do some flips and stuff and they gave me the track to play. And Basically, I was like, hold on a second like they can have this track because it's their new poppy version for the young kids and it's like proper yeah. shit it's got nothing on what they used to play and i've still got all the stuff they used to play so then they did the stage bit they did their flips and waving and then went, then they went out to the public to say hello to the kids and then i connected my iphone to the main sound system and i put the original soundtrack on and all of a sudden you see three of the turtles put their heads up and start bopping <laughs> and you're like yeah they're our age he's our age and one guy could one guy started two-stepping in the turtles outfit it was so but yeah i think it was um do you remember the original film and it was like 9.5 that
1: song keep going keep going keep going
0: (laughs) (laughs) i can't remember what it was i'll find out and i'll you know what post edit i'll have it playing in the background of this ah
1: that's album. what I'm
0: talking about it's a yeah. big tune it's a big tune and it was really difficult as well because I obviously I tried to find it on Google and that soundtrack is now so old and kind of obsolete that it's really hard to find that song on iTunes or whatever It's not. it's not there and I had to go yeah. to like some obscure YouTube link to find it. So I played it off YouTube, out on the big speakers at Nickelodeon Slime Fest. I don't even know, you know this, but yes, you had a YouTube rip track playing at yours festival. Um, and uh, you could, it was so funny because I was jamming and all of a sudden I think it was like uh, three of the turtles just looked up and just started putting their hands up and bopping and pointing. <laughs> yeah, there you, you are. You remember a the bit, originals.
1: A big moment in the career of Varsky <laughs> right there. <laughs>
0: It, weren't, it was probably on par with me DJing for five. <laughs> you DJed for five? I shut down, bro. Shut down. <laughs> when I say DJ for five, I meant I just pressed two buttons while they performed. But oh, that's fine. Fucker, I DJed for five. <laughs> yeah, sick. <laughs> that was a good moment. And then like, because five, like boyhood, boyhood, like I, I wanted to be in five when I was younger so bad. I used to like copy uh, who, all that.
1: Who, who didn't like Man. I did. I, I I used to love them when I was
0: younger. Ah, oh, they were the best. I mean, um, back then you had hair, right? I
1: have. I <laughs> could choose to have hair now. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, on, on, on that note, I've got to go. <laughs> I used to. I used to like
0: get like all that. You have a cheap gel from the chemist that came in like green, blue, and red.
1: Uh, a pound for big tub of gel. Gosh, it was probably dreadful.
0: And I used to twist my hair like Jay, like he had a little twists.
1: Oh, oh, gosh. What is this? Confessions.
0: <laughs> this, this is what this podcast is all about. Basically, I just tell everyone my shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, well, I think one funny. of them had a shaved head, so I'm all right. I've had a shaved head for as long as I can remember. I
0: will say, though, dude, your Skype picture is funny as fuck.
1: Ah, oh, I wondered if you were gonna notice I, that. I've been
0: looking <laughs> at it for the last hour.
1: <laughs> oh, God, that is. That's that's you know I talked about the night that the New Year's Eve party that we did. Yeah. Me and Martin years ago. That's that picture's from that night.
0: What's with the goatee, bro?
1: I don't know, mate. It's dreadful, isn't it?
0: I can't talk. If you'd seen some of the stuff I've had. Ugh.
1: <laughs> I s st- I think that t shirt actually, if you read it, it's an MC Ham one. It says I can't touch this.
0: Yeah, I can see I can't. And then yeah, you can see the O and you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the listeners won't have a clue what we're talking about. So hey! No. Unless you <laughs> unless you add me on Skype, Andy <laughs> Panel, you'll be one of five people on there. Oh, it's funny. Dude, before before I get you off, it's been an hour. I don't want to keep you much longer. Uh, who's your favourite DJ?
1: My favourite DJ is Martin Too Smooth. Whee, Martin. Legend. F- closely followed by a R and B DJ from from uh not too back in the day, but a little bit back in the day called Hanif, aka H bomb, AKA, A.K.A. H H, H- Boogie. Bands. Yes. Um those those two guys. And then outside of that, my favorite DJ's uh, I have to say Mixed Master Mike, who's the Beastie Boys DJ, because he took I've been to see Beastie Boys a couple of times and I'm a big fan so I love them but he, he took his role as a DJ not as someone who stands in the back and is just there to press play but as someone who's intrinsically an important part of the the collective which is the Beastie Boys and he, I didn't know you were a fan of the Beastie Boys bro? i uh, a massive fan i talking massive, about massive, now Massive, massive Into fan galactic,
0: planetary,
1: planetary <laughs> Oh mate, this one's sick for example when he played into galactic at the first time that i watched him play he played about six different instrumentals underneath it each one of them super topical at the time and the whole place was just going absolutely nuts and he's he's at the pinnacle of a technical ability when it comes to scratching but he can rock a party as well he can use the mic and he just he got me uh got me excited um so yeah in terms of like uh uh, kind of superstar big DJ him but then I'm also a fan of these um uh up and coming young DJs that are smashing it in the the house music slash EDM world for example uh Avicii uh, Martin Garrix and uh the Chainsmokers now like I just I, I love their enthusiasm and the way they embrace the way that the culture of DJing the 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 trends in music are, are changing um i enjoy watching them and how they do things because um i don't think change is something which is negative i think it's just the natural development and they embrace it and make it work and it, it it's um it's good good to watch and interesting for me and exciting for me to see these guys going out there and doing things differently so I, I, I definitely enjoy watching what they get up to nowadays.
0: Respect, bro. And for the people that are listening, if they uh, if they want to get if they want to get hold of you or if they want to follow you, wait,
1: wait, where can you find you? All right, my postal address is flat. <laughs> 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 no, no, my uh, my my handles on Fan social mail. media. So, Twitter and Instagram are at DJ Andy Pennell, Purnell, P-U-R-N-E-double-L, and uh, on. YouTube follow the superhero DJs, um, which is myself, mine too smooth, and a guy called Killer Cam.
0: Dude, Um, we haven't even touched on that yet, and we're running out of time. But (laughs) everyone, whatever you're doing, if you're listening to this, go and watch these vlogs because they are so funny. Like, you guys have nailed it with these (laughs) vlogs. I'm watching it, I'm giggling to myself, and everyone's like, What are you laughing at? I'm like, These guys. (laughs)
1: <laughs> so well, you guys have nailed it. it you've got it in We're the bag on that trying try to um trying to promote ourselves in a way which is interesting it and is, engaging to people yeah. even even if they're not music fans so and where can so, they
0: find that on youtube uh
1: it's youtube.com forward slash the superhero djs safe guess where and i'm going is, now where you going
0: um well after i've gone to youtube and looked at your vlogs i'm going <laughs> hey. Hey, i'm going to escape rooms Going where? Escape rooms. Have you heard of it? No. It's when you get locked in a room and you have to solve a puzzle. Where's that? Dude, it's everywhere. So you, ba- you get locked in this room and it's like there's a story being told about the room and you've got to like solve a puzzle of a murder or whatever to get out
1: that sounds absolutely amazing
0: yeah, I am incredibly jealous <laughs> I, I swear you've like, um, if you just google escape loo- escape I'm going to do it now it
1: sounds like a Crystal Maze <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm all over
0: it and that's where I'm, 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 I'm about to go I'm sitting it as well because we've chosen a horror one and I'm actually bricking it
1: oh man that sounds amazing and I'm probably going well,
0: punching someone because if there's someone in there and I don't know who it is I'm fucking that
1: i'm gonna i'm gonna write a warning on your facebook if you live in leicester don't go to escape rooms right now because you might get punched yeah,
0: if you work for escape rooms don't even go in there just let him solve it easy because he's liable to punch someone
1: gosh well it's been an honor and a pleasure thank you very much Bro, for having mate, you, uh, me on your podcast it has been incredible thank you so much for coming
0: on finally i want to get you on again but the next one i want to get you and martin together Oh, that
1: would be a, a right yeah. riot. Everyone will have to make sure that they're they're calm and ready and that yeah, their stomach hand. muscles Teas are pr- and prepared. coffee and biscuits all provided. <laughs> <laughs> by Varsky, not by
0: Yeah, yeah by, by... Fuck off. I'll get someone else to do it. <laughs> get assisted, Dude, thank you so much. Um, ladies and gentlemen, this is Andy P, Andy Purnell, superhero DJs. Um on a personal level bro fucking brilliant I can't wait to get you back on again thank you so much
1: thank you very much Varsky I'll catch up with you soon Cool,
0: guys thank you so much for listening this is Varsky's I Wanna Be A DJ podcast an education a celebration and a truthful account of how us DJs live don't forget rate, review, subscribe as always thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next week